She said she did that and that she said she might have been high on crystal meth. <laughs> Listen, I just allegedly she was allegedly high. It was on 2007. Meth. It was a different time. Welcome in to the Retro Water Boys Podcast. This is episode 36. Wow. Episode 36. And usually we start off by talking about something silly, something funny, but not today. We have a special guest on Zoom. No. You Over thought. the phone? I don't think so. Andrew Horn in the studio with us today. Uh, he's the host of the wildly popular Do or Dynasty podcast. Welcome in, Andrew. Thank you, Zaz. It's great to be here. Uh, first time, wait, no, long time, long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm just really excited, really excited to be here with you guys today. Talk some, talk some everything that you guys talk on here. I gotcha. Uh, if you haven't heard the Doer Dynasty podcast, it's a fantasy football podcast, so perfect guest for the show today. Um, it's you along with Brady and Nick talking about all things fantasy, which is good because we also have a fantasy league that you're a part of. So, mm-hmm. um, But thank you for coming on. Uh, tell us, I guess, first of all, like if I say dynasty league, not everybody knows what that means. Like, Give us a little yeah. insight onto what that means. Yeah, so a dynasty fantasy football league. So typically when you think fantasy football, you think uh, you know every new year, everything resets. You draft a new team and you go from there. In a dynasty league, you have one draft to start the beginning of the league, and you essentially then act as like an NFL GM. You keep that team ideally forever, you know, as long as you can keep a league together. Uh, but you make trades, you sign free agents, and then each year you only draft the rookies that come into the league. But beyond that, you know, you just you got your squad and you roll with them. Right. Mm. Yeah. So I guess injuries take a bigger role. Oh, don't um, even don't even get me started on that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and also, just like usage, you have to like pay attention to if that person is is being used. Yeah. Um. I mean, so we were having debates this year on on whether or not it was a good time to trade away Derrick Henry. Yeah. Um. Which is a, like a, a an idea you'd never have in a league where you're only playing for one year. So I'll give you an opportunity. In the last episode of your podcast, you were talking about how like. At the beginning of the year, you were buy, sell, or hold on mm-hmm. running backs, on certain running backs, and you actually, what, held on Derrick Henry, and everyone I, was giving you huff for it because he was doing so well? I wanted <laughs> to sell Derrick Henry. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll let you take your victory lap now, then, because, I mean, I feel on. so bad about it because we recorded that, and then it was, you know, like this, like that week that, yeah. that he went down. It's a tough thing about podcasts. I don't think people realize that. Uh, you wield a lot of power. The turnaround time <laughs> is, is tough. You, also, you, you lose some. Technically, was uh, slow in editing that one, so technically it came out after that injury. Hey, man. (laughs) That happens. We've all been there. It holds up. Sincerely, we've Mm -hmm. all been there. Um, One thing we've been doing in our, you know, during our show is, you know, the lead up to Halloween, we wanted to talk about some Halloween candies, some of the favorites. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we had a lot of input from our audience about how well we decided. Hold on, Um, hold hold on. Yeah, yeah. How... No, it was input on my decisions. <laughs> on how bad I, your yeah. decisions were. And was, how great Silas and yeah, I did. No, I mean, I, I didn't want to say that. But I mean, you I'll can say it. that. It doesn't matter. People were a little upset with how the candy bracket went. Uh, in the end, Reese's beat Crunch in the championship bout. Do you agree with this? Is this your favorite Halloween candy? Uh, well, you know, see, so I was following the... Th- the bracket with great interest because you know it's it's a very interesting thing to me but um i don't think i think it's expected that a candy like reese's ends up all the way in the finals uh it's one of those wildly popular things i also personally love nestle crunch mm. and uh, right see it's a yeah, good candy yeah see yeah so you know what audience Let's pump the brakes, okay? Shut Andrew, up. <laughs> Andrew's over here. He's telling us Don't that. you tell our audience to <laughs> shut it. I'm under attack. <laughs> audience, you are a lifeblood, okay? I just want to let you know. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, that, all to say, it's now November. 
Um, do we dare do a Thanksgiving food bracket? You don't like Thanksgiving food. I though. know. I'm taking dinner yeah. rolls all the way to the top. <laughs> Mashed potatoes. Mr. Bowls of cereal on Thanksgiving. It, yo, bowl, I ate bowls of cereal for so long on Thanksgiving. For like years, I did that. And now I just like, you know, choke down the food like everybody else. What if else. we did worst Thanksgiving food? Like what? I don't I, I I'm trying to think. I was just thinking I like, don't yeah. like cranberry sauce. There I said it. There you go. Yeah. Wow. See? Wow, really both of you? See? I actually well, don't I think, think I've ever tried. Worse. This is a house divided. <laughs> that's like one of the ones that I started eating. Like Yeah, cuz it came out of a can. Yes. That's why you liked it. And you slice <laughs> it. It's a very oddly satisfying slice if you have the can shape mm. cranberry oh, gelatin. It is. I love that. Whew. But we'll you, guys, on that. you guys eat the gobbler at at Wawa? Absolutely not. No, what? I will not touch the gobbler. <laughs> really? It is disgusting. If for those of you who, are, who live outside of the area, a gobbler is like a, a sub sandwich, a hoagie with all of the Thanksgiving fixins on it. It's got like stuffing, turkey, cranberry sauce, mashed potatoes, mashed potatoes, gravy, gravy. I mean, it's it's a dirty sandwich. <laughs> But it's, it's a dirty it's sandwich. It's a bowl. It's disgusting. <laughs> but it's a lot of people's fault. You can they use like that on wait. a t-shirt. They can, yeah. <laughs> it's a dirty it's sandwich. A dirty sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> the gobbler. It's a dirty sandwich. Um, enough about Thanksgiving food. Let's talk some football. That's what we're all here for. Uh, mm-hmm. If you are not a football fan and you're listening to this podcast, it might be a little long for you. Um, Probably tough listening. We have a football guest, okay? Like, that is his expertise. Um, it's using that word loosely, but yeah. Also, he's got a football mind. <laughs> he does. He does. We want to pick this football mind. Uh, and this week in the NFL was we had the headlines to end all headlines. I mean, it was big week in the NFL action all over the place. First of all, Adrian Peterson is now still in the league. I, I see. I, I feel like I had like a what's that thing? The, the Mandela effect. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where you like a collective people believe a lie. <laughs> I could have sworn he was on ESPN, like as a commentator, not on the Lions practice squad. Wait, actually, that sounds kind of right. See? <laughs> oh, See? No. I'm telling you, oh, he was no. definitely at like the Nickelodeon game last year, like <laughs> commentating. He may have. Was that last year? That was last year. The Nickelodeon year. game? Mm-hmm. Saints Bears. It's been a long year of my life. Yeah, it's, seriously, it's, been, it's been flying by and simultaneously crawling. It's a crawl. Yeah, uh, yeah so the Titans sign adrian peterson he's a 36 year old running back and it's after the news that derrick henry out for the year he has a foot injury it's about the only thing that could take derrick henry down because obviously defense is good so Mm -mm. just certainly not the colts (laughs) (laughs) certainly not the colts not anybody in that division that division is uh Oh, it's rough. <laughs> it's a rough division. I mean, just don't look directly at it. Yeah, the Titans. <laughs> don't look in its eye. <laughs> the Titans, like, are the best team. I think we can, like, kind of agree. Maybe not now, but they were, mm-hmm. and they lost to the Jets. So, just yeah. No, I mean, there's like not a lot to be excited about there. <laughs> the now the best player in the division's gone down too. It's like uh, yeah, and people are still thinking uh, that the Titans are generally the favorites to win just because of how bad it. Uh, just <laughs> to have this debate is the best player in that division now Carson Wentz. I'm holding my judgment. Let letting other people speak. I, because Look. genuinely, he looks great, and I feel weird saying that, but he looks so good. He yeah, does look he pretty does. Solid. He really does. He, hey, I, I I'm letting it go. I'm I'm letting a couple more games go by and then I will get on my soapbox and I told you so. We can agree that it's no one on the Texans or Jaguars. Correct. So it would be like maybe AJ Brown. Look, I, Michael Pittman's going Michael off. Michael Pittman yeah, also looks great. good. Yeah. Look, I'll walk back what I initially said about Derrick Henry being the best guy in that division. He's second best. Quentin Nelson, number one. Overall oh, in okay. So. Let's get not, some offensive linemen love in here. Not yeah. the sexiest pick, but that's the pick. <laughs> For sure. Uh, speaking of sexy picks, Von Miller is a Ram. All that to lose Tom Brady in the first round or Maybe. second round. <laughs> Maybe I did see that because they're going to end up playing the Cowboys at yeah in Dallas and they're going to smack the Cowboys and then they're going to go to Tampa and lose. I it's going to be crazy. So Von Miller, former Super Bowl MVP for the Broncos, they ship him away for peanuts uh, to the Rams. <laughs> the Rams don't have any draft picks. No, they're like for for years in the future. <laughs> I think they have yeah. like one of their draft picks for this this draft, 
Uh, it's going to be crazy to see if that works. Because if it does, we've long been like on this idea that draft picks offer hope and you don't want to like trade your hope away. But if it works for the Rams and they win a Super Bowl with Matt Stafford, Jalen Ramsey, uh, and and now Von Miller, like that's it's we're gonna be we're picks. people are gonna be Howie Roseman, uh, Howie Roseman Ning all over the place. They're gonna be <laughs> like this, trade away draft picks. Is this like the new NFL Moneyball? It mm. could be. It totally could be. You're right. Because like, how much does a rookie, if it's not like an Andrew Luck or um, someone get, top of the first round? Like even show, like the people that you think, yeah, like top of the first round, the people that you think are going to win offensive rookie of the year this year, like Jamar Chase, is he a game changer? Yeah. But is he a, he's going to win you to the vision. He's going to win you, uh, you know, playoff games. Probably not. Well, that's, they're all about, like, it's all about capitalizing on that window. And they have like, they have that veteran core of players that they need to capitalize with now. That's why they went out and mortgaged the future to get Matthew Stafford. Right. And, and then again, like for Von Miller. And and you know what? We will see if it works. They're also in a amazing division. Yeah. I mean, with Russell Wilson going out, kind of took a hit, and now Kyler Murray's out today. Most he likely, yeah. it's it's him looking and, like it. So you change your lineup. Yeah, he got his. He hurt his ankle in the the last play of that Packers game, or at the end of the. Packers yeah, that's game. right. He was limping oh, that's off. Right. Yeah. yeah. So. Man, what an end to that Packers game. Oh, my. Oh, my God. That was ugly. <laughs> hey. A.J. Green doesn't know freaking, what play um, they ran. Ronald Darby, <laughs> former Eagle, coming up with, the I think, the first pick I've ever seen. No, Rasul Douglas. Oh, it was Rasul? Yeah. Oh, he's certainly yeah, the most yeah. recent pick I've ever seen oh, from him. Wow. That was – he legitimately was blocking in the end zone and looking up at the board to see, like, <laughs> did we get in? Mm-hmm. The ball's coming to you, AJ. <laughs> you Turn see, your head around. You see those like uh, those posts online? How about how it was like when your controller disconnects? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like throwing it across the room. Yeah, we've all been there. We've all been there. Uh, Andrew, I you may have heard uh, on the on the podcast we have like a long running debate about the Rams specifically and how how good one of their defensive tackles is. Um, maybe you've heard of him. Aaron Donald. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hail to Pitt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you're Pitt not, alum. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Not Whatever. only is he a Pitt alum like our boy Andrew, he is the best defensive player in the league? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, so Andrew's on our side. Overrated. Here. Evan he, thinks he's overrated. I think he's overrated. He's never had a sack against the Eagles. Did you know that? <laughs> Did you ever? Have you happened to catch that in like <laughs> in, the 10 including, episodes we including, about Put it on the poll. To our audience, have you heard <laughs> that he's never had a sack against the Eagles? And 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 to add on to that, that was including last year when they had freaking uh, Nate Herbig out there last year. <laughs> well, you're gonna get him again because uh, Nate Herbig looked like a like a freaking pro bowler against Aaron Donald. Honestly, maybe is, it, is that an offensive lineman? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> see, <laughs> see, see. I was like, you were like Nate Herbig, and I was like, do you mean Sudfeld? Like, no, <laughs> Nate Herbig, exactly. That's Man, exactly Nate what I'm Sudfeld talking was about. trying to block Dar- uh, Aaron Donald. That would not go well. That just would not go well. As, he's just one of those guys who had like a consistent streak of dominance, being the best guy at his position. Oh. And you know, the nature of his position is that you know he's not going to lead the league in sacks any year, but the impact he makes on every play is. I I'm, I won't disagree that he's a great player. I just think that he's overrated. Evan also thinks that like um, performance ratted out. This no, is no, the no, no, ratting no, no. Like, Evan out episode. I just I just want to <laughs> set the record straight. Like he didn't perform well in the Super Bowl either against the Patriots, and he didn't, Evan perform, thinks, he didn't perform well in the playoffs. Yeah, like and Evan thinks biggest stage, best players. That's gotta and like he's kind of right. I think there's a Belichick factor there too. Whereas like Belichick, I know he's famous for doing this like on defense, but offensively even i feel like he tries to scheme out the best players on, yeah. on the other person and he's good at it yep he'll run right at him but with a double team or something yeah. um, uh take him out of the game uh speaking <laughs> of errands great segue <laughs> thank you thank you that thank you perfect speaking of errands uh covid is ripping through our sundays you are a fantasy <laughs> football guru uh so you've probably been affected by some of the covid Things. Yeah. I know Noah Fant was on my roster, and now I have yeah. to sit him for some Vikings uh, tight end, Tyler, Tyler Conklin. Conklin. Great play today. Yeah. God. But anyway, it's ripping through our Sundays, but none more newsworthy than Aaron Rodgers. 
This is the funniest thing I ever. What seen. an absolute and, mess! And honestly, I might not know him as Aaron Rodgers anymore. I might just call him Karen Rodgers. Because he, oh man, he at the beginning of the year when asked when he, if he was vaccinated, he made sure to say that he was immunized, but then left it at that and said, "I'm not going to judge anyone who doesn't have the vaccine." And we all just kind of took that as like, yep, he's vaccinated. <laughs> so what nobody seems to remember is that when he said that, like, if you look back, he threw a little wink at the camera. <gasps> he did? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, I'm like, Andrew's been watching film yeah, on yeah. Aaron Rodgers' press conferences. This is what we do for the podcast, <laughs> film study. Um, but yeah, so everyone is assuming that he's vaccinated. And then, you know, he catches COVID and we're like, it's okay. He's vaccinated. He'll be out a couple days. He'll be ready for this week. And the NFL said, no, he's he's not allowed to play this week. Yeah. We're all like, wait, what? why? And they're like, he's well, immunized. He's, <laughs> he's immunized. Uh, and they said, yeah, it's because our protocol for unvaccinated players, you, you can't, you know, play for a certain amount of time. And he's like, oh. Apparently he was very unhappy that that information got leaked, that he wasn't vaccinated. I he's mean, it, it would have been obvious if he's not it. on the field mm -hmm. on Sunday. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Who cares? And also, he went on this tirade on the Pat McAfee <laughs> show, uh, former Colts punter Pat yeah. McAfee, and it, he just was like spouting like all of these talking points about I'm vaccines. not an anti-vaxxer flat earther, but but <laughs> I but <am>. big but <laughs> and like I maybe I'm maybe I'm naive of it. Um, have you guys ever heard of someone being allergic to mRNA? Is that he said it was like an ingredient oh, in I was like, the... he said he's allergic yeah. to mRNA? That's what I said. I'm <laughs> oh like, what? His body's just tearing <laughs> itself apart from the inside. <laughs> like, if you know anything about like, you know, human anatomy or the immune system, how that works, you're like, mRNA? Why are you... But apparently, is yeah, he's allergic to an ingredient, so then he goes off about the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, even though millions of people have gotten that. Also not an mRNA vaccine. Well, the Johnson Johnson. That's what he said. Yeah. Oh, he okay. was like, it was right around when that one got pulled for all the clotting right. issues that they were all, all, all the, the clotting, clotting issues. issues. The like yeah. two clotting issues. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I think like millions of people had it. And I, I'll say like a dozen, 10, yeah, 12 people had it. Uh, so anyway, he goes to, you know, this immunization therapy session to, you know, lift his own natural antibodies he's of on, some he's sort. He's on the protocol. He's on the protocol. And he's like, oh, well, that should count. And then he went to the NFL and said, you should count that therapy as a vaccine. And the NFL is just like, nah, nah, that's not happening. It wasn't, the Packers were kind of in on it, too. They, they were. were. Like, they were like, hey, NFL, wink, <laughs> wink. He's vaccinated. He's immunized. That's, oh, man. He caused them enough problems this offseason. They were like, whatever, Aaron, just get over here. Like, we don't <laughs> care, really. Seriously, at that point, I, the Packers are doing anything to get him in the What door. if he got suspended for the rest of the season and that's how he went out? Well, I, I think <laughs> a lot of people have asked me, like, is he going to get suspended for lying about it? But I think he just lied to the general public. Oh, yeah, no, he didn't like, lie to the... The no. NFL oh, knew yes. he wasn't vaccinated. <laughs> yeah. But uh, quite obviously, because he's not playing. You know, there was some like front office employee who goes over those records and was holding on to that information. Just like, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where's Adam Schefter with that scoop? I mean, come on. He couldn't have gotten that for us. It's because he like he threw us off the trail. I'm immunized. We should have known. And any person who wants to use another word for vaccinated uses inoculated, Ooh. not immunized. Immunized. Do you think he told the Jeopardy staff? That that's, he was immunized. That's, a question. that's the other thing. I'm like, these poor Jeopardy contestants that are like posing <laughs> for pictures with Karen Rogers. I mean, jeez. <laughs> like, uh, Yikes. And then I guess last but certainly not least, uh, oh God. in terms of NFL headlines, uh, I really hate to end it on a sad point, but yeah. uh, Henry Ruggs III, you've probably heard about it already, the uh, former Las Vegas Raiders wide receiver. He was involved in a high-speed car accident where specifically his car was going at a high speed and the other car wasn't. Uh, and then that car burst into flames and a person died in the, in the car accident. And a dog. And a dog. But, like, that's the thing. At first, it was Henry Ruggs involved in a car accident. In, or I saw, like, Henry Ruggs DUI. Yeah. And then it was Henry Ruggs involved in a car accident that resulted in a death. Henry Ruggs uh, blew twice the legal limit for alcohol and you know has now killed somebody 
Oh, also, there was a dog in the car as well who also died. I'm like, Also, Jesus. the car was going 155 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, that's the mm-hmm. other thing. And they're like, oh, also, here are the videos of, like, right before so you can see how fast his car was actually moving. Yeah. Um, there's a video that I think TMZ released. Yeah. Maybe of it. you've seen so- it. Yeah, of, yeah. like, the car that got hit driving by very, I mean, 30 miles It was hour. a residential area. Like, like it was probably yeah. 35. And then just his car screaming by. Um, and you, you could just imagine how horrible that is. And I think I, I was explaining it to, I think, Sydney earlier this week. Like, I, as a 23-year-old, can't imagine. Because um, the girl that died was 23. Yep. And Jeez. Henry Ruggs himself is only 22. So, like, to think that you've either ended or ruined someone's life at that young a time, like, oh, it's just so sad all around. It really is. What's really just so frustrating about it is you have all the resources in the world as an NFL player. Like, there is a ride service specifically for you. You call somebody, they will pick you up and drive you home, and they will drive your car home with you. Like, that is at your fingertips. You also have just absolute unbelievable amounts of money at that age. What are you doing? I also think that what boggled my mind the most was his girlfriend got in the car with him. Right. I'm what like, were they how thinking? dumb do you have to be to get in the car with somebody that intoxicated? Oh, no. <laughs> it is a lot of trust. I like, <laughs> my God, I can't imagine like no offense. Any of you. I love you all. I'm not getting in the car with you when you're intoxicated. I'm not. not. I'll walk. After you had 18 shots at the Top Golf. Also, why is Top Golf serving so much alcohol? Top Golf. Wow, mm. I want to go to Top Golf right now. It is it's a served great alcohol. place. It is a great place, uh, but it is very like alcohol heavy. They have a lot of like bars and and specialty drinks. I've never never been to a Top Golf. Golf yeah. can only keep you entertained for so long. That's so true. <laughs> Until you're intoxicated to the point where you're gonna drive your car 150 miles an hour yes yeah, oh. terrible it was a brand new Corvette. not to like not to like turn this conversation like do a total no can you please 90 degree what's the fastest you've ever gotten in a car in a car yeah legally not also allowed to now yeah, i was just <laughs> gonna say i am legally allowed to disclose mine i was well yeah i guess it would could this get us in trouble um, there's the, what's the get, statue of limitations hey, i heard you on your podcast here's a speeding ticket <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i did just get a speeding ticket you did <laughs> evan just got a speeding I just, ticket my first ticket period ever in my entire oh, life hey congrats though. that's oh, a good run i was doing yeah yeah <laughs> doing 39 and a 25 apparently oh, so quick God. so oh you were buzzing. but um you were but buzzing. i did um i did 118 on the autobahn in germany where it was legal I'm I safe. Think, uh, no. Wait, this is it miles per hour, not kilometers yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, per yes. This is <laughs> second. What is it there? I have no idea. That'd almost be what? 200 kilometers per what hour. Kilometers per second? Is it's it kilometers what? per hour? <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know. Zero to 60. I, I don't know. Zero, zero to 100. Did you know that's where the 60 comes from? Because 60 miles an hour is 100 kilometers per hour. Just about. I'm going to no, pretend I like did. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. yeah, yeah, we're all cool. We know the metric system. Uh, Sydney, what's the fastest you've ever gone in a car? I feel like, I don't know, somewhere around 100 one time, once ever. And I'm pretty sure you were in the car with me. Whoa. Driving home from the Twins game. Driving home from we the Twins like game. We were like driving back to St. Olaf from the Twins game. And I was like, here, let me see how fast I can go real quick. Sydney has driven me 90 when we were driving to Minnesota. It sounds to me like, like Sydney, I'll... when she gets on the road, <laughs> is just booking it. Do you ever feel unsafe in my car? No. I can't legally answer that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll plead I'll plead the, uh, the fifth. That's on that probably one. a good call. Yeah, probably. You know what else is a good idea? Giving our sponsors some love. Give them some love, Sydney. <laughs> All right, now that Halloween is behind us and the decorations for Christmas are coming out again, let our friends at Forever Bulb give you a string of lights that is guaranteed to work year after year. Nothing is more frustrating than getting out the old holiday lights, twisted in a ball, and plugging them in to see that the bulbs are burnt out, broken, or defective. That's why Forever Bulb used their patented Forever Light technology to create a string of holiday lights that will shine bright forever. Check out all the styles and colors available on their website, foreverbulb.com, or stop by your local home improvement haven store to browse the selection. Ladies and gentlemen, people of all gender identity, fans of the Red Shirt Waterboys podcast, need your midweek fantasy football fix? 
Tune in to the Doer Dynasty podcast every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DOD underscore FB. And remember to always set your lineups. Alright, now for your headline huddle. The Browns and wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. have mutually agreed to part ways after Beckham's public frustration with his lack of use in the system. He will be placed on waivers Monday. Dusty Baker will return as the Houston Astros manager for yet another year. The 72-year-old skipper has coached the Astros to two straight playoff appearances as well as this year's World Series. And finally, if you're a fan of Harry Styles' music, you are not alone. NBA champion and Milwaukee Bucks forward Giannis Antetokounmpo tweeted this week, I just went to a Harry Styles concert and it was 99% women and me. I'm a big fan. What a great performer. Now we know who the song Adore You was written about. Back to you, Evan, Silas, and Andrew. You guys big Harry Styles fan? I actually am. Yeah. yeah All right. What's not to like? That's so true. Uh, so true. I tell the audience, go check the video of him talking about what Watermelon Sugar is really about at a concert. Not going to say anymore. Just go see the video. <laughs> That's all. I, you know what? I was going to say, now we know who Watermelon Sugar was writing oh. about. But I didn't want to go honest. there. So I, I, figured, <laughs> I figured I'd go a little, a little uh, nicer. PG. So, yeah, exactly. This Odell Beckham situation. What's, I love nothing more than seeing this guy fall apart. Ever since, As an Eagles fan. Ever since he was on a boat, shirtless, with some <laughs> Timberlands on, like he has, what has he done? Nothing. He's cost his his Giants a playoff game, and then he went to the Browns, and he's been injured and just not useful. He threw off threw a touchdown pass. That said, against the the Cowboys. All of that to be said. Mac Jones is looking for a number one. I if you don't think Bill Belichick is like on the phone right now, you're insane. Yeah. So that's the type of thing that a couple of years ago I never would have expected out of Bill, but he's been all about some like reclamation projects. I love it. <laughs> I love it. They asked him, they asked him like, how do you feel about adding free agents? This like, you know, at this point in the season, he's like, I'll add free agents whenever they help our team. He's like, I added James Harrison on the last game of the season. And then they went to the Super Bowl, lost to the Eagles, but you know, got him. It's fine. It's whatever. Uh, did you watch the world series, Andrew? Uh yeah, as little of it as I could stand. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> did you, did you know, bet on the World Series to make it more interesting for yourself? Uh, I, I can't. I think I might have bet on on game two, maybe. Okay. Yeah, it was uh, it was a good World Series. What? Uh, you know, for for you know racists and <laughs> that cheaters. <laughs> <laughs> the two, the best. The just. This Perfect. is the best the MLB has That's to offer. Exactly. They're like, here we go. These are the best two teams. So I think we should just all take a second, acknowledge that the Braves are World Series champions. I'll pass. That's enough of that. Yeah, anyway, um, <laughs> Andrew, have you heard of this game that we have created on the on the show called Boss Bill Passer? Or yes. Ball yes. 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 <laughs> okay. So what I thought would be fun, you know, Evans. He's not good. good at it. <laughs> He's good at it. He's done. I, what sports have you done? You've done basketball, basketball, baseball. I think that's it. That's it. No, we've definitely done other ones. Did we do football one? I don't think we did football. I don't. I think we've only done it like twice. Oh, okay. Well, here it is. The football edition uh, for the guy who is a football fantasy football guy. So like I, Let's go. I found it <laughs> extremely difficult to start this game because uh, I was like, he's going to know the third string wide receiver for these teams because he's, you know, he's always looking for an advantage in fantasy. So I tried to make it as difficult as I could while also trying to make it fun for everyone else. So this is the game where we see if the person is a CEO of an S&P 500 company, a member of the House of Representatives, or a professional athlete, in this case, an NFL football player, current players only. So we will start with Charlie Hewlett. Charlie Hewlett. Is Charlie Hewlett the CEO of AT&T? Is Charlie Hewlett a representative for the first congressional district of Rhode Island who graduated from Brown University and completed law school at Georgetown? Or is Charlie Hewlett a long snapper for the Cleveland Browns who makes approximately a million dollars a year? 
Wow, this game is so much easier when you're listening to someone else do it. <laughs> Boss, bill passer, or ball player? Uh, see, my first thought was CEO because you said Hewlett, and I was thinking, was that Hewlett Packard in that HP? Yeah. HP. And it's spelled different, if that helps. It's yeah, like can, I, can I get a spelling on that? H-U-G-H, like Hugh, L-E-T. See, that makes it more confusing. Can I, <laughs> can I get it used in a sentence? Uh, yes. <laughs> Charlie Hewlett is who we're discussing. Okay. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say that's a ball player. He says, you think it's a long snapper for the Cleveland Browns who makes approximately $1 million a year. That's what I'm saying. And the correct answer is... He's a long snapper for the Cleveland Browns <laughs> who makes approximately nice. $1 million a year. So right off the bat, one for one. All right, number two, we got Ed Bastion. Bastion? Bastion. Bastain. Bastain. Bastian. <laughs> uh, Ed Bastion. Is Ed Bastion the CEO of Delta Airlines? Is Ed Bastion the one and only representative from South Dakota who got his start at a telecommunications company? Or is Ed Bastian a thumping linebacker who currently sits as the third string linebacker on a bad Texans roster? Bold move picking a divisional opponent, um, but also it's the Texans, so who even knows who's starting for them? That's what I said. <laughs> um, I'm going to say Ed Bastian is the South Dakota Bill Passer. He thinks he's the one and only representative from South Dakota who got his start at a telecommunications company. Yeah, that's the one. Ed Bastian is the CEO of Delta <laughs> Airlines. Mm. Not a sponsor. Definitely not. Yet. Not <laughs> a sponsor not. yet. No, but no, yeah. Zero like if, chance. You know, if you want to fly with us, let's fly. You know, Is that their slogan? I'm just saying. What's Delta's slogan? <laughs> is it you want to fly with us, let's fly? <laughs> it should be. Also, why are they not sponsoring the Eagles? Who's the Eagles' official American? Airline? Because Philadelphia uh, International Airport is an American hub. Oh, yeah. I didn't see. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's so weird to me that NFL teams have official airlines. I agree. <laughs> I mean, like they each have like private planes. Like they don't fly commercial. They yeah. just go to each. All right, number three. We're one. <laughs> we're one and one. All right. Trey Hollingsworth. Trey Hollingsworth is Trey Hollingsworth the CEO of Ford Motor Company. Is Trey Hollingsworth a representative for the 9th District of Indiana who used to re rehabilitate industrial sites? What is that? Or is Trey Hollingsworth a gunner for the Rams punt team in his fourth year in the league out of Boise State? Say, I hate now I've gone to this trap period of it's like, will you run through each each one once, get one one boss, one bill passer, and one ball player? So far we've had a ball player in Charlie Hewlett. And a CEO, Ed Bastian. I'm going to say this is a ball player. You think Trey Hollingsworth is a gunner for the Rams punt team in his fourth year in the league out of Boise State? Yeah, and that sounds right. Trey Hollingsworth is a representative for the 9th <laughs> District of Indiana who he used to rehabilitate industrial sites. This has gone downhill so quickly. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. There's it happens time. in a hurry. Yeah. There's so much more. There's I, so I feel for you, Evan. This really sneaks up yeah, on me. But, but you have the average. You have one of three of the three options. So Okay, so. that's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Evan can commiserate. Like yeah. He knows. Yeah. What's <laughs> the next game. one? I would know, though. <laughs> I, I know the next person. All right. Here we go. Kaderil Hodge. Kaderil Hodge. Is Kaderil Hodge the CEO of PayPal? Is Kaderil Hodge a representative for the second district of Alabama who was born and raised on a family farm? Or is Kaderil Hodge a wideout for the Detroit Lions whose first catch this year came in week three versus the Ravens? See, I have no idea why, but that name like sounds familiar to me. Like it sounds like a name I've heard before. Okay. Are you from Alabama? <laughs> not not as far as I know. Um, Imagine finding out right now. Do you, do <laughs> you work for PayPal? Are you a Lions fan? Well, like, no. But like, I feel like I would know a Lions wide receiver because they literally have no wide receivers. Kadero Hodge is spelled K-H-A capital D-A-R-E-L, if that makes it. Kadero Hodge. I'm going to say that's a ball player. 
just because I feel like I've heard the name and that one would kind of make the most sense. He thinks Kadero Hodge is a wideout for the Detroit Lions whose first catch this year came in week three versus the Ravens. Kadero Hodge is a wideout for the Detroit yes. Lions whose first <laughs> catch this year came in week three versus the Ravens. You're Back two even. for two on, on players. Yeah. yeah. You just, you know, we, we toss in another one and that's where it goes south. All right. What are we, two? Two, two and, two? and two, yeah. We're coming back. Here we go. <laughs> Chris Lindstrom. Chris Lindstrom. Is that the guard for the Falcons? Is Chris Lindstrom the CEO of XL Energy? Is Chris Lindstrom a representative for the third district of Tennessee who earned magna cum laude when graduating from the University of Illinois? Or is Chris Lindstrom the starting right guard for the Atlanta Falcons? Yeah, it's that one. <laughs> Chris Lindstrom is the starting right guard for the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. Cool. One wow. Of, one, of my, one of my co-hosts is a Falcons fan, so. Wow. Got him. And does he talk about Chris Lindstrom on a. Oh, yeah. Huge Chris Lindstrom guy. That's <laughs> wild. That's wild. Yeah, he was drafted not too long ago when I was, would have been paying attention to NFL drafts. Do you know where he went to college? Uh, I want to say it was. Like a purple school, Washington Northwestern. You know TCU. what? Could be TCU. That's good. Sydney, can you name another purple school? Huh. Westchester University of Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> purple gold. We'll take it. James Madison. Oh yeah, JMU. Yeah. Is he played um, for Boston College? Shout out Chiefs. Boston College. Boston College. Red and white too. Are they uh, red and white? They're like uh, maroon and like gold. All right, okay. I'm gonna say this. Is it yeah. Fordham? Fordham, I think, is red. Really known. Maroonish uh, as well. Look it up. Fordham. I'm working on it. I'm working Isn't on it. Isn't Grand Canyon Christian University also it is, purple and that's white? That's purple, yeah. 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 Grand Canyon Christian University? No, just Grand Canyon. You know. Oh, okay. Grand Canyon. G- GCU, yeah. I think they started out as like one of uh, those. Fordham's red and white. Damn it. Those they started Boston out Pop. as one of those like Who's University the F of Phoenix one? schools. There's an F with a little diamond. F with a little diamond? Yeah, and it's just purple and it has an F in the middle. I thought it was Fordham. It's not. Franciscan? Fur. Perham? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Chuck Lowry. Chuck Lowry is your next, mm-hmm. what is it, boss, bill passer, or ball player. Chuck Lowry. Is he the CEO of Prudential Financial Group? Is Chuck Lowry a representative from the 3rd District of Minnesota who owns a terrier named Henry? Or is Chuck Lowry a 315-pound defensive tackle for the Buffalo Bills? I'm going to say... Chuck Lowry is your dad's friend that wears a cell phone clip to his belt. <laughs> That's so true, <laughs> man. All right, so does he have a dog or is he a CEO? <laughs> um, oh, man. I'm, I'm going to say Chuck Lowry is a boss. You think Chuck Lowry is the CEO of Prudential Financial Group? Yeah, he sounds like he might be. Chuck Lowry is the CEO of yeah. Prudential Financial Group. He's three for three for the last three. That's what I'm saying. He's putting it back together. Furman University. Furman. Furman. Okay, excuse me for getting Furman and Fordham. Rookie mistake. Up. It's all right. <laughs> Put that on the poll. Do you know the difference between Fordham and Furman? <laughs> probably, Furman. probably not. <laughs> Furman. <laughs> Thought we were past Halloween. We got a shout out to the monster Furman. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Last but not least, you've already gotten four, right? He's four and two. So you, you've nailed this game. But here's your last one. Sam Martin. Sam Martin. Is he the CEO of Kroger Foods? Is Sam Martin a representative from Idaho who has sold products from Idaho in 60 countries around the world and in each and every state in the United States? Or is Sam Martin the punter for the Denver Broncos. He's the punter for the Broncos. Sam Martin is the punter of the Denver Broncos. This was so wow. much confidence. That was Big great. He was. That he knew it. I he was knew it. Winner. I because I kind of said something when you said Lynch from earlier, like before he listed any yeah. of the options. But that one I was gonna be like, wait, as soon as you said the name, I was like, is he a punter? Who knows that? <laughs> Who just is like, oh yeah, Sam Martin. Yeah. I, I don't know where that knowledge comes from in my mind. All I know is it probably pushed out something that was more important. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like a punter that everyone would know. It's just a punter, and he knew it. Well, I think you, you kind of hit too close between the Kroger Foods and then the guy who also sold like products. That's what That would have tipped me off. Well, Sam Martin's an Idaho name, though. See, I could also, Definitely. I feel like I could eliminate Bill Passer because you say a guy who sells products 
around the world and in every state. He's paying up for a Senate campaign. He's not just running for the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe Sam. Mar- I don't know who this guy is. I, I look up real, real things. That's all of these are rooted in truth. So there is actually a representative from Idaho who's yeah, sold there's products. Actually, Couldn't a tell CEO you. of Kruger Foods. Did you know? <laughs> Kruger. All Kruger. Of them, yes. There's actually a CEO of all of those companies. Um, moving on. You're not just football. You, you do other sports as mm-hmm. well. You, yes. You know, you're, you're very in touch with all of the, the news. What the heck is going on with these uh, NBA owners and front office staff? Uh, it started with the Suns, if I'm correct, right? <laughs> what? Are, what are, this, see this? I might not be. Oh, no. Okay. You don't know. Okay. So the Suns, apparently there was a, a guy in their front office who's been like accused of some, you know, toxic work environment, all that kind of stuff. Oh. And now there was another one where the Trailblazers front office is being mm. investigated for the same kind of thing. And I'm like, what the heck's going on with these NBA people? I, like, I, I, I'm rooting for chaos in, in Portland. So Dame Lillard can come to the. You Sixers. are so, you are so self serving. I, I saw the headline and I was take. like, "Yes, Dame Lillard wants to leave. Come on, man." I I just don't understand. Like, if you are the member of a front office, like, why why would you uh, go out of your way to like make things toxic for other people? Like, because you have a lot of money. A, yeah, it's just a natural byproduct of that kind of work environment. It you seems think? Like, I mean, it's happening in Washington too, and football yeah. wise. So yeah. like. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like you see this all over. It's people, a lot of, lot of money being thrown around, a lot of power, bad things. Well, I think like all of them, all these people, like, okay, so for basketball perspective, the Clippers went through this like years ago. Donald with Sterling. Donald Sterling, yeah, where he was like making racist comments and whatever. Um, and that was enough for the NBA to force him to sell his team. Um, but in the end, like he walks away with the $2 billion. Like, yeah, <laughs> like it's not much of a punishment. You're just, you know, making assets into liquid cash at that point. Um, but like, I don't know if that could happen here because I don't know that it was the owners. Did Sydney, do you have anything on this? No. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know <laughs> that it was like the owners. I think it's just members of the general front office. And, uh, I think that that, you know, given that it's not the owner, it probably won't result in like the sale of anything, yeah. but it could result in like people losing their jobs and like more than just the person that's accused of these behaviors. Yeah. See the thing, I feel like, you know, unless things get really bad, because like you saw with the Donald Sterling situation, which was very, very clear cut, it still took a lot of public pressure to force him out. I feel like the only issue that, that people would have is like, does it go up high enough to affect the GM or the owner, and if not, it's like whoever they would be firing, people would be like, okay, I don't know who that is. Do you remember a couple years back when the Toronto GM, Masai Ujiri, had like the racist comments levied towards him? Do you remember that? I don't remember that. So like he, uh, you know, manufactured the Toronto uh, championship year with Kawhi Leonard and mm-hmm. all, that, uh, all that stuff, and people were like, wow, he's great, whatever. And then he's like, oh, I'm coming back to Toronto. And there were like just some like racist things that were said. And he's like, oh, yeah, I deal with that on a, on a regular basis. Like that, nothing happened. There was like nothing that happened from that. Nothing like came of it. Nobody got fired. Nobody was like even. Inve- so like I think you're right. Like the investigative process is definitely going to have to play out before all of this gets solved. Um, and the way that they do that is usually like behind closed doors and like public doesn't really know. Yeah. And then they try to like sweep it under the carpet. Yeah. It's yeah. all about protecting the brand, like protect the shield. It's what the NFL is doing right now with the football team. And yeah, that's what the NBA is going to do too. Yeah. Mm. I just, I'm not here for that. So I'm here no. giving you the hard hitting news. Um, <laughs> I am not here to protect any shield. Uh, unless of course they hire me, in which case protect the shield. <laughs> I'll I'll do the sweeping. He is a sellout. I know. It sounds like I he's protecting s- the almighty dollar. I'll lift the carpet while you sweep. Uh, that's <laughs> basically what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> but that's until then, I will not let a story go un untold. Untold. That's right. Proud of you. So after the break, <laughs> we will talk what we've all been waiting for, and that's fantasy football, where Andrew stands, and why he's rooting against Evan. The shower head's dripping again. How in the H-E double hockey sticks am I supposed to get that fixed? If it's home improvement that you seek, go to the place that can't be beat. 
construction job to simply just a new soap dish. I hear that you need a new shower head. I know a place with the widest spread. Home Improvement Haven is the place to be. Follow me there and you will soon see. At Home Improvement Haven, we work to keep you working. Yard, paint, fixtures, and construction, we have what you need. With a community focus that those big box stores can't replicate, we offer a new place to get your work done. Home Improvement Haven, your solution around the corner. Welcome back to the Red Shirt Water Boys podcast. During the break, we had uh, some time to research some things. First of all, it is the Suns owner that is being uh, investigated for misogyny and racism in the workplace. So sell that team immediately. Second of all, in the Trailblazers, it is not the owner. It is the head of the front office uh, who's being investigated and, for similar things. All of that to be said, we got down a rabbit hole of talking about Rich Paul being just somehow involved in everything, yep. which led to Adele dating Rich Paul, which is wild. I can't believe you didn't know that. That's like, I don't keep up with Adele. Why would I want to keep, like... I'm not a big Put it Adele on the poll. fan. Did you know Rich Paul and Adele are dating? Uh, overwhelmingly, no. No, it's going to be overwhelmingly, yes. I'm is saying gonna at be least the, 70. Is he going to be the topic of the new album? Like, are all the songs going to be about him? I What's our album? 29? 31. 31. Oops. <laughs> did that already come out? No. Not yet. Oh, okay. The single did Easy On Me. We talked about this last week. Uh, Easy On Me. Have you heard that? I have not heard it. Silas has uh, yet to hear it, too. Evan, I have nope. still yet to hear it. Uh, we talked about it last week, and I did not. I think play I it. heard it in passing, and someone was like, "This is the new Adele," and I was like, "Hmm, turn it off." Which then led <laughs> us to Fergie, and that I I don't know how that connection gets made, but Fergalicious definition make the boys go loco. <laughs> okay, what about it? Is that the headline? No, I'm just saying. Like <laughs> we were talking about Fergie, and that makes me think of when per- Fergie peed on stage because she's done a lot of memeable things. She's uh, done the national anthem at the Absolutely NBA All Star Game. Classic. Are you kidding me? I think that is one of the it's best national anthems. Oh, it's funny. Roseanne did yeah. the national anthem in the Cubs game. It was a famous one. That is like one of the most famous. And people like booed her because they thought she was disrespecting the anthem. She uh, was. Meanwhile, <laughs> Steph Curry's just laughing at, at Fergie's national anthem. I think that's we all the best were. part of it is when you see the, the, Agreed. them pan around to all the players, like trying like, to hold it together and. <laughs> I, the best Chance part the of rappers that, sitting there like a courtside. <laughs> the best part of that whole thing is when she, at the end of it all, she goes, let's play some basketball. Let's play some basketball. <laughs> it is by far the best sound clip. Play some basketball. I had a radio show in college and that we played that clip all the time. Basketball. It is one of the best so clips uh, in, in history, in sports news ever. It's perfect. <laughs> uh, all that to be said, Fergie peed on stage. She might have been doing crystal math. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. We don't know. What's your source on that? You want to source it? Uh, Reddit. Not oh, okay. a source. Okay. No, 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 no. It was pulling from an interview from her, though. It was a quote from her interview. So it's directly from Fergie saying she might have been on yeah. crystal math. Yeah. She was immunized before then, though. With crystal meth. With crystal meth. <laughs> she was immunized. She Goodbye. was immunized, yes. Goodbye. I don't know why this makes me think of, uh, you know how Dave Grohl broke his leg and like continued yes. that concert? Yes, We saw him when he was on his throne of broken legs. Dave Grohl's the lead singer That's of cool. the Foo Fighters. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, But uh, yeah, it's <laughs> like that. It's like where it's like, no, I have to keep playing for my fans. But instead of a broken leg, it was like, I have to use the bathroom, but no time to leave the stage. I was. Uh, they need me here. It's so funny you say that. This, uh, I've been watching the 76ers. Yes. Uh, and one of the, if I hadn't said it on the podcast, I apologize. ESPN published an article at the beginning of the season, ranked the 100 best players in the NBA. Criminally underrated was Seth Curry, number 88. I sent it to all of you, and I said, this is the underrating of the millennium. And everyone's like, hey, it's pretty underrated. Okay, now he's averaging 60% from the floor. 
50% from the line while averaging like what, 18 points a game or something. He's having a great year so far. He's having a fantastic year. All of that to be said, they were talking about why he wasn't drafted and it was because he had like an injury at Duke, but he's like, I got to play my last season at Duke. Like I'm not going to miss it for an injury. Is this Seth Curry? Did I say that? I heard Seth. No, I I've I've been on the Seth Curry train. Yes, yeah, that Curry. makes that makes way more sense for '88 because I was like Seth yeah. Curry at '88. That's absurd. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the underrating of the millennial. Thaddeus Young at '87, Steph Curry at '88. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I was just like, this is criminally underrated. Okay, great. Well, he apparently like played his entire last season at Duke injured. I don't even remember that. So. I mean, I remember Seth Curry at Duke, but but I don't remember him being injured. Man, I love him. He's great. He is. You ever think he looks a little bit like Pat Mahomes? Uh, I can see what you're talking about they with the headband like and the an hair. Situation you ever think he looks a little bit like Steph Curry? You no, know, now that you all. say that, <laughs> he also really looks like Dell Curry. Who's a better uh, sports dad, him or Odell's dad? Did he really make <laughs> that video? <laughs> Yo, that's, I love that. I think Cam Newton's dad is going to oh, make you have make a run for money. Can we do an episode on sports dads? Doc Rivers also is another one. That, one thousandth uh, win. Right. Yesterday I got some polls. Andrew, you got another sports dad? Um uh Yeah, but I'll come up with it later. Okay. Joe <laughs> Buck's dad. What was Joe Buck's dad's name? John, George. John, I think. John Buck? Yeah. Howie Sounds and Chris good. Long. That's there you go. One. Good That's one. A good one. Howie and Chris really Long. One. Wait, there have to be other Patrick Mahomes' dad. Yeah. 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 <laughs> player. Pat Mahomes yeah. Senior, yeah. Mm. Pat Mahomes is yeah, that's right. Isn't um Oh, Frank Gore. Ken That's Griffey. That's who I was trying Ken to get Gore, to. Yeah. I was like, Ken is it Griffey? I said yeah, the Griffies. Ken, yeah. Ken, he said the Griffies. <laughs> All right, then I'll go the fielders. Cecil Fielder. <laughs> anyway, if you don't know who any of those people are, I apologize. We'll have a dad episode. <laughs> we'll have a dad episode. <laughs> Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Yeah. Where it's just my dad and Evan's dad talking. Oh, boy. We're not even going to be on the show. And there'll be a power ranking sports dads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk fantasy football. That's why Andrew is here. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Andrew, you are involved in our league. You are Bishop yeah. Sycamore yes, in our that's league. Me. For everyone who's who's been hearing my my team's name, you now you can see the, the voice behind the name. That's the it. Voice behind the so name. He's he is a guru. Uh, he knows his boss, Bill Passers, and ball players, <laughs> and that is why he is first in our league. That's not true. He I'm is second, second in our league. <laughs> I'm first in our league. Oh, ho, ho, the rivalry begins. Evan, I was checking to see because like with 18 people in a league, there's a possibility like you won't play everyone in the league. Yeah. During the regular I season. I think we play week 12. Yeah, we have like, yeah, it's in a couple of weeks. That's so we're counting down to week 12 <laughs> because inevitably they'll both win out until that point. Sydney and I are just going to, you know, play each other this week for probably a playoff spot. Maybe. No way. Are we first out right now? Uh, we're seventh and eighth, I Week think. Yeah, or so eighth and ninth. 11. We're first two out. Week 11. Yeah. The top six Maybe. teams make the playoffs, if you don't know that. Um, Andrew, where do you find most success with your fantasy team? Do you find it in the pass catchers, the running backs, the quarterback? Like, Where are you finding the edge every week? Well, first of all, I'll just say uh, for this league in particular, something I've noticed, I think my success comes from setting my lineup. Um, <laughs> Boom. <Yeah, that, laughs> do you hear that, listeners? <laughs> Some cases where uh, it was like two weeks ago or whatever, and, and I had my you know full lineup set, and I was playing against like Joe Mixon and one other person. Um, it was a very easy win, but it was tough nice. to win that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. So okay. So the the core of every good fantasy football team is like a foundational running back. You need a running back that you can plug in every week to start and be confident in, or else you're going to be struggling at that position the entire year, and it turns into a mess. Uh, and then you just kind of gotta you gotta balance out your team around that. So like for this league, an example, um, a bigger league, you really look for the guys that are gonna put up massive weeks because that's all you need. You know, you're not gonna have a very deep team, but if you can get those guys to put up big numbers. So for example, I drafted Tyreek Hill in the second round. Right. Obviously, very talented player, gonna put up huge games. And then I stacked him with Patrick Mahomes. So I was like double the points each week. Patrick Mahomes is great. It has not worked out quite that way because <laughs> yeah. the Chiefs have looked rough this season. Um, but yeah, like it's it's about uh, definitely foundational running back. That's step one to having a good fantasy football team and uh, just putting the pieces around it. Now, I think like a lot of people when they play fantasy football, they get frustrated. I in particular with like a down week. So uh, I, I think like in the first week, I had Ezekiel Elliott on my team and he didn't do too well in the first week until yeah. Pollard had a lot of points. And I was frustrated and then I benched him and then he went off the next week. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you 
you decide whether it's like an overreaction or underreaction to, you know, put a guy on your bench after one bad week. Yeah, so there's like a couple important things. First of all, uh, you know, you got to know the the talent of your player. Like for a guy like Ezekiel Elliott, a uh, little bit of a slow start to the season. Had a bad last year, obviously without Dak there, the whole team struggled. But a very talented guy who's historically done very well. So step one, you know the talent's there. Step two, a little bit of context. The Buccaneers have probably the best run defense in the league. Uh, they also scored a bunch of points on the Cowboys. Made sense that the Cowboys were throwing the whole time. You can kind of see where he was game scripted out of the game. Um, and, uh, you know, it's it, as the season goes on, it's all about noticing patterns. Like, fantasy football is a lot of fun, but, like, the basis of it, and, and honestly, I don't always even dive in this far. Not like the, the real, real experts. But, like, you could know nothing about football and play statistical games uh, and and be really successful because that's what it's all about. It's about noticing patterns, uh, making predictions, playing matchups. It, it, the best fantasy football player is an attentive fantasy football player. Somebody who's engaged, setting their mm-hmm. lineup. Mm-hmm. That's, looking, the, that's the first rule. The first step. <laughs> hitting hitting the waiver wire. That's that's always a big one. Waiver wire has been huge in, in the – the redshirt league too oh my god it yeah. has been because you know people will drop someone and you just scoop them right up because they, you know that's a mistake yeah um i thought i was uh real sly when someone dropped michael thomas a couple of weeks ago and i picked him up i'm like oh he's gonna be coming off coming off the injured reserve i think, real I think soon? that was my dad <laughs> oh yeah he did he <laughs> well totally did. He, he laid a landmine on me because i picked him up and it blew up in my face yeah a great sports dad by the way yeah yeah uh what was your strategy going into the draft? I mean, you kind of said it, but I, it's interesting because I, I was focused on getting serviceable players at every position first. Mm-hmm. Like, even if it wasn't like the top, like I drafted George Kittle, who's kind of sucked for me. You yeah. filled out your lineup. Exactly. First, and, and I then... made sure I had serviceable backups too. So I know one of the strategies that a lot of experts were advocating for and one that I followed in a lot of my leagues this year was uh, getting a top tight end. Mm-hmm. So like in this year's draft going in, it was Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller, and George Kittle were the top guys. And, you know, obviously things haven't turned out quite perfectly for any of those guys. But it was like tight ends are so hit and miss every week yeah. that if you get one who's reliable and puts up big numbers, it's almost like having an extra player over your opponent. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a strategy for me going in. I ended up not drafting a tight end until late in this league, and I've been kind of just figuring it out every week. Um, but for like, for example, like for an 18 team league like this, like I said, I was going for big points early on. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, like I said, Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, uh, Austin Eckler is my first round pick. I drafted CD lamb. Cause I thought there was a possibility there for him to have a huge yeah. year. And so if you like, if you end up hitting on a player like that and they turn into like this monster, like that's that draft pick returns so much value for what it was. Um, and then obviously, you know, it happens every year in the NFL injuries are a huge thing. So serviceable, serviceable backups are very important, tougher to come by in an 18 man league. Yeah. And I will say the other thing about this league is, uh, not having to put any financial investment into this league. Uh, I really tried to have a lot of fun drafting. Like yeah. I took mm-hmm. Austin Eckler third overall, not, not like what any expert would have recommended. Um, or fourth, I think is where I was picking, um, CD lamb, just a guy I wanted to have on one of my teams this year. And and so on and so forth. And your your fun might end up winning you the league. Who knows? Oh yeah, you know I wasn't like having too much fun. Like I wasn't gonna make any stupid. Picks. Okay, there you go. We're going to the wheel of whimsy. This is our donation segment. Evan has been guessing what charity, uh, and if he guesses right, we usually double double the donation. Mm-hmm. I will offer a one time only five times oh my multiplier. God. Five times multiplier. If Andrew can guess the correct spell. Oh. The okay. charities are. I'll list them for you. I list them enough for Evan and Sydney, but I will list mm. them for you. The American Red Cross, the Children's Miracle Network Hospitals, the Boys and Girls Club of America, the USO, local schools, Special Olympics, St. Jude's Children's Hospital, and the National Park Foundation. Those are the possibilities. Mm-hmm. Now, Evan is just about average with yep. how he's guessing so far. So if you hit this, this would be huge for whatever charity mm-hmm. comes up. So I will let you guess, and then I will spin the wheel. So I'm not going to lie, Silas. When I got the text earlier from you this week um, asking if I would be here, this was one of the first things that crossed my mind. 
Um, <laughs> as well, it should have been. Yeah. So I feel like I feel like the USO has been hot recently, as well as the Special Olympics. Um, I know. I feel like national parks had their run in the beginning. Oh. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with it because I I was giving this some thought. I'm gonna go with a name that I didn't even remember was on there because I feel like it's been a long time since I heard it. I'm gonna say the Children's Miracle Network. Okay. I'm All so right. excited. Brave right choice. I your statistical analysis your of preparation that was for this beautiful. <laughs> so here we go. We're looking for Children's Miracle Network. Here we go. Andrew, you chose the Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. <laughs> it was St. Jude's oh. Children's oh, Hospital. Man. I think we could still double it. Oh, absolutely. I'm <laughs> still, still going to double, double the donation yeah. because it's not every week we have our friend and colleague here in the studio. So double donation <laughs> for St. Right. Jude's. We love to see it. Uh, now we are going to get to the point in the show where we do our picks. Now, so far this year, the leader in the clubhouse isn't even in the studio. She is in the sound booth. She's in the booth. Sydney is five and three. Guys, also, I like when whenever you guys would talk about that, I didn't realize it was an actual sound booth. So if you're if you're imagining something else, if you're listening, it's a real sound booth. This it is, is legit. <laughs> it's she's behind a pane of glass. We cannot really. We can only talk to her through the mic, <laughs> which is unfortunate, but you know, she's producing gold records from back. She is. She is. She's wooden she's, records. And she's, you know, producing well, some profit too, because she's five and three on her bets. So last week, Evan, I picked the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay. And Trevor Simeon. Yeah. Big I don't know game. how that happened. Sorry. Right, Sorry. Right. Tom just can't beat the Saints in the regular season. And then, yeah. I don't know what that is. It's all right. But I won't. I'm so taking, who do you got this week? I'm taking Cincinnati minus two versus Cleveland. Wow. I think even though I did pick the Browns to go to the Super Bowl, um, they're a big disappointment. So I'll take Cincinnati. So you're picking two. Odell Beckham's former team yep. to lose yep. because of all the drama. Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like. Cleveland thought they had it all figured out, but I don't think they have it all figured out. I think Baker needs more help. But Last week, I picked the Falcons minus two and a half to the Panthers. They let me down. Mm. And Stephon Gilmore, <laughs> uh. who I said would have a bad week, had an interception. So uh, <laughs> I will pick this week, uh, obviously, the elite quarterback play of Jordan Love. Mm. I'm taking the Packers plus seven against the struggling Chiefs defense. I think it's going to be... It's got to be a shootout. It has to be, right? I mean, I don't know if you can even... Like, I think it'll be competitive. I don't know if you can call it a shootout, though, because, like, their game against the Giants last week was, what, like, 20-17? to 17. Yeah, it was a bad game. Yeah. It was a bad game. But I, I, I think the Chiefs defense struggling hard, and what's better for a quarterback in his, what, first or second start or something like that uh, than, a, than a struggling defense? So mm. I will pick... Packers plus seven. Hopefully they lose by less than a touchdown or win altogether. That'd be nice. Mm -hmm. Sydney. Taking the Dolphins minus four against the Texans. Oh, you are hot on picks versus the Texans. Yeah, that's true. You've hit your last two. Uh, last week you had the 49ers against the Bears. They did win. Um, Justin Fields doesn't look too bad. So Yeah. Hmm. Thankfully. For Thank once. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Uh, so the Dolphins minus four. Yeah. That's a stinker, that game. Well, two. we just heard two was not two playing. Two was not playing today. Yeah. Do you still want to go with that? Does it? that change anything? You yes. know, I hope the Texans <laughs> win, make yes. our draft pick a little bit better. <laughs> All right. And now we have a celebrity in the studio. So we will let Andrew do a celebrity pick. Yeah. So I was initially going to gonna actually go for the Texans but uh I saw oh. that I saw that line at I saw that line at plus five and a half it is at at four now and mm -hmm. I don't think I want the Texans at that uh Silas so one's for you I'm gonna take the the Patriots minus three against the Panthers see this yes. was my other see, one that's I what I was gonna take two. too yes 
I thought I really was going to take the Eagles too, but I, I don't I can't bet. I don't like <laughs> betting my own team, so yeah. I'm glad somebody else did it for me. What's the Eagles line at? Probably like uh, three right now. It says PK. I was going to ask you this. Pick them. Pick them. Okay. That line that line opened at five, yeah. and it's been creeping up ever since. That's what great for that? me. That, and I, they're playing the Chargers, the Chargers at home. That's wild to me. I think Justin Herbert. I think probably, so too. Like, yeah. I'd probably pick the Chargers, but I, no. Hmm. Plant those flowers. Got to grow those roots. Fertilize those Oops. roots. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> oh my God. Nick Sirianni, good or bad? Too early. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm right. saying too early. I, I don't understand. I, I tend to be with you here. I think it's a little too early. I don't understand why he doesn't want to run the ball. Like I don't get it. That's I the only thing that. That's the only thing that like. I agree, like, don't jump on a guy, especially a guy that I personally liked coming in because, you know, he's a product of Frank Reich's system, yep. former offensive coordinator. Sure. But some of the, like, play calling decisions are questionable. Yeah. I think that's just rookie coach, and also he's a wide receivers coach, so he's all about he's all about ball, man. It's all about ball. <laughs> it is. It is. That's a fact. Nick Sirianni quote. Uh, put that on the poll. Is it all about ball? Is it all about ball? Yes or no? Man. Thank you for tuning in this week, guys. The Red Shore Water Boys podcast. We, this is the end of the show, but just a last thank you to Andrew from the Do or Dynasty podcast. Let's let's hear it for him. Can we? Applause, applause sound effects. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if you can hear the clapping, but I'll you know <laughs> hey, put some in. Thank you, guys. This was so much fun and a huge honor. Like I said, been a big fan since day one, and it was just a lot of fun. Where can people find the Do or Dynasty podcast? Okay, so Do or Dynasty podcast. Uh, First of all, anywhere you get your podcast, you can find it. Um, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at DOD underscore FB. Uh, yeah, you know, a lot of good names are taken by this point. Hey. <laughs> work with what you get. <laughs> Twitter, um, man. And uh, it's kind of a running thing on the show at this point, but uh, keep your eyes out for that username on TikTok, too, because it may or may not be coming eventually. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> all right. Uh, that is all for us this week. Thank you for listening. The Red Shirt Water Boys podcast. Need a refill? Listen to past shows by subscribing to our podcast feed. Stay in the loop by following us on social media. On Twitter, at redshirt underscore pod. On Instagram, redshirt underscore waterboys. Or just email us at redshirtwaterboys at gmail.com.